Lessons of Life. Today's lesson is spreading the word. Spreading the word is not going out there and saying, you need to think like this and you have to be like, it's not like that. It's you accept these laws and you've incorporated them into your life and you've flipped your world, you've turned your life around. And people see that. And eventually they start asking you, how'd you do that? <laughs> how is it you're always so happy and you always have everything, you know? How did you do that? And now you spread the word. And you, you spread it in a way, you say, well, I, you know, I read Neville Goddard and I read Dr. Murphy and then I found this lady, Rita Craggle, and you can check out the YouTube, there's videos with these people, here's her Patreon site, you can check out her work, click the hashtag free, you know, and read some of it, and if you're interested in knowing how I did it, just go read a little bit of this, and then let me know if you want to know more. You don't go out and push it like Cortez on the Mayans and the Aztecs. No, that's not how this works. They don't accept it when you're trying to force it. And then you could be like the Vikings, you know, who kept telling the French and the British, yeah, 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 go ahead, baptize us. And then Later, it's, well, my first baptism, I got a hell of a lot more than the second one. God, you guys are cheap. <laughs> they still believed in Odin, okay? And it didn't matter whether you call God Odin or you call him, you know, God, or you call him Source or whatever. It doesn't matter. What matters is the feeling behind it. And... Most importantly, not giving credit to anything on the outside and not giving credit to these laws. You are the one operating them. It comes from you. The universe is not doing this. It's responding to you. You are the one doing it. And this is how you take full responsibility for it. You know, and so you accept what you've done. You forgive yourself, love yourself. And then next thing you know, you know, you just start saying it's a wonderful life. It's a beautiful life. It's a prosperous life. It's an abundant life. I love my life. Life is sweet. It's a wonderful life. And recognizing that this is your responsibility, how you see life. Okay. And then once you begin to do that, and imagining all these great things happening, they just start happening. You know, God wants to give you the good life. In the Bible, it says it's good. It's very good. And the translation of that is it's God. It's perfect. Okay. It's, it's all good. It's all God. And God is perfect. And God is love. It's perfect. Love it. And it's good. And it grows good. And it was wonderful. And it's really understanding that, you know, it really is all in your response. And someone can stir the pot and bring up something that used to yank your chain. 
just sit back and know they're stirring the pot and laugh. You know, there's nothing like laughter and tears. Laughter just, you know, it's just an over joy of love filling you up. And tears wash away the ugly. They're all good. You know, people get really upset. Oh, I thought something negative, you know. Okay. It's okay. You know, you thought something negative. Erase it. There is no good. There is no bad. It really is lovely. You know, and that's the harder one to understand. That there is no good or bad. As long as you believe in a good and a bad, you're going to experience both. You can try to hold that bad down all you want. In the end, you believe in it, and it's going to show up to show you you believe in it. So get rid of it. Doesn't serve you. You know, it's love. And this is the difference. You know, you can take a good too far and it becomes a bad. You can take a bad too far and it becomes a good. <laughs> or worse. Just depends on your point of view now, doesn't it? So each individual starts seeing you know, life and defaulting to the attributes of God, which are love, patience, kindness, you know, understanding, forgiveness, prosperity, abundance, beauty. These are the things of God. These are the things of love. You know, you just focus your mind in there. And then all those things start coming to you in some wonderful, magical, miraculous way. And a lot of people, uh, the younger generation, seek instant gratification because that's how they've been treated in the objective world. If they moaned or did something, then they were instantly, you know, given the prize. And this goes back to, you know, like the soccer leagues. Everybody's a winner. You showed up, so you're a winner. No. No. The reason there's a winner or a loser is time ran out. Okay? The points to understand that time ran out. Did you do your best? Yes. Okay, great. Let's practice so that individually we are all better for the next game. And that we all work as a unit. That we improve ourselves. You know, you're not worried about the competition. You're worried about being better than you were in the last game. Okay, it's improving yourself. And they twisted this to mean, oh, just show up and you get a trophy. You're a winner. No one has to try hard, really. Just kick that ball and get out there, you know, and you'll get a trophy. <laughs> so they grew up thinking they don't even have to try. They don't have to be their best. They just have to show up. And if you don't like that, well, you know, I'm leaving now. Okay, leave. <laughs> and these are uh, the people who don't really want to work for anything because they've shown up. I'm here. Where's my trophy? Where's my raise? What do you mean you're giving me a met on my... I don't think so. I've been here six months. I exceed. <laughs> really and it's about understanding that 
you know, being humble. You know, you, you appreciate having the job. You appreciate doing the job. You love the job. It's a job. It may not be what you want to do, but it is a job. And you can know it so well that it becomes a mundane task. And now you're imagining what you really want to be doing. You know, no one grows up thinking they want to be a project manager. You know, but there are people who get into it and they're very good at it. And a project manager is a great way to learn how to cut out the frivolous. You know, no, is that re relevant to this project? No, it's not. It, it's like the virus, you know. We were told to all go home and lay down and, and wait so that the healthcare system wouldn't be overwhelmed while the healthcare system got what they needed so that everyone could be in a room and taken care of if if they had to go to the hospital. Okay, so no one would be laying in the hallways and, and filling up the emergency rooms, spilling out into the lobbies. Nobody wanted to see that. So we all laid down for that. Well, now they have twisted the project. Their project, uh, project managers call it scope creep. Okay, the scope was get stay at home until the healthcare system has what they need. Okay, healthcare system, you have what you need now or you don't. That's up to you. Laying down for you is done. Okay, not doing that again. You give objective man an inch and he takes a mile. This is what scope creep is. And he wants you to stay home because you might die. <laughs> and in Houston it was hysterical because they were counting ICU beds and not talking to the Texas Medical Center systems head and in Houston we have the largest medical system in the world and world-class health care for various and sundry you know illnesses and one hospital focuses on heart, and one on cancer, and one on children, and one on women, and there, there's just a lot of them. They come together. They made a plan. They did this before, before COVID ever showed up. So they had this plan in place. So COVID comes out, and they pulled their plan out. And the Harris County judge did not bother talking to him. And the mayor of Houston did not bother talking to him. And these two were counting ICU beds. So then, as the ICU beds started to fill, they started crying, Oh, you got to stay back home. We're almost at 100% ICU. You need to stay at home. You know, and you people need to wear masks and stay at home. <laughs> And really getting shrill about it. And then the TMC came out and said, Yeah, no, phase one ICU beds is full. We've opened up phase two. And we don't expect to fill phase two at all. And if we do, we have a phase three. And if we get to phase three, then we're going to need more doctors and nurses. We have the beds. That's not a problem. The problem at that point, level three, would be personnel and beds. We have all the equipment we need. It's all good. <laughs> and the county judge and the mayor 
you know, got upset. They got upset that we planned and were ready. You know, no, we you have to stay home. No, we don't. That makes no sense. Your project is over. We have what we need here. Okay, if some other place needs more, what do you need? If we have extra, we'll send it to you. You know, you tell the federal government what you need, and then the federal government says, okay, you guys, you have extra ventilators. Send them here. We'll help get them there. Army, get over there and, and pick up those supplies and get them over there. That's how it works for everyone. You know, you don't run around trying to make everybody afraid. you got to stay home forever now. This is the new normal. No, it's not. It's not normal at all. People are social creatures, and they don't socialize on the Internet. Okay, you're not touching, you're not seeing, you're not feeling, you're not... No. They're spewing behind a mask is what they do. And hide like rats. And when you turn the light on, they all scatter. <laughs> like roaches. If they went into a room with you, they wouldn't dare say the things they do. You know, you can see that for yourself. Alyssa Milano is a perfect example. She spews out some caca on Twitter. But then when she sat down with Ted Cruz, she was very polite. She didn't speak like that to him. You know, what gives you the courage to be such an idiot? Is you know they're not around you. It's just spewing out there into space. And you're hoping to get attention and get some kind of like or follow or something. Look, everybody agrees with me. And you're trying to get others to validate your belief. You go within. This is what I believe. You stick with it. And then they validate it. It's really like peer-to-peer -peer networking. You throw up a VPN. Okay. And now no one knows where you're coming from. And you go within. That's what you've done when you throw up a VPN. You go within. You're going within to the peer-to-peers. Download whatever you want. You know, Watch whatever you want. Do whatever you want. And no one knows where you are, who you are. You're within. You're within the internet mind, which is the mind of humanity. And now you, you're getting what you need from the peers. I need this, guys. Okay, here. Have this. Here you go. Da -da -da, da -da -da. Literally, that's what it's like. You don't ask, you know, out when you're not in the VPN, you don't go ask others, oh, you're this or you're that or you have to have help me, you know. No, you go within and God guides you straight to what you need, straight to what you need. If you keep it up at a, a level of love, there's no bad, there's no good. It's all wonderful and perfect, and it's lovely. And he takes you straight to it. He either brings it right to you, or he takes you straight to it. It's one or the other. Either way, it will be lovely and wonderful. If you focus on yourself and loving yourself and pushing that love out to everyone else. You don't need anyone to validate you're lovely. You know you're lovely. 
It doesn't matter what you look like out on the outside. You're lovely on the inside. And everyone on the outside sees that you're lovely. And your physical appearance and stuff changes over time as you keep that up. You love yourself. You love all your clothes in your closet. Well, now you've lost all that weight and you can wear them. You love yourself. You think that everything is so beautiful. Your face shines and radiates. It's lovely. You know, it's all wonderful. So I hope this helps. You know, it's there's just nothing better you can do for yourself in your life than to love yourself. And it, because in reality, you're just a great big love magnet. And the stories you tell are the things you're loving on. And they come to you. You're a love magnet. So a good mental diet. Be aware of the stories you're telling yourself. And you can sit back and erase them. And change them. But you don't just erase them. You have to change them. You made a story. When you erase them, then you made a vacuum. And nature abhors a vacuum. You must change it. You must fill it with something else. Fill it with love. And then it's all great. So I hope this helps. I know from my own experience, it, it is truth. You erase it and fill it up with love. And then everybody and expected that it's been done and then everybody acts like it has been and it's just wonderful <laughs> it really is so i really do hope this helps blessings to you and thank you thank you for being you